In this episode, I speak with Tiffany Yan, a mother of three whose journey into holistic therapies and naturopathic nutrition came about after her body started to shut down one day. An experience of fainting in a hot yoga class at first didn't seem like anything until she found herself in hospital. Tiffany went from working with luxury fashion brands and living the fast-paced lifestyle that came with it to creating her own lifestyle brand of natural therapies, yoga, fashion styling, and female empowerment coaching so she could work with all her gifts in the one place without having to compromise on what she truly loves. Welcome to the Rare Conversations podcast. I'm Leonie Milano, and I chat with creative entrepreneurs and business owners around the world about what it takes to start, sustain, scale, and sell a business. We talk about real-life scenarios to help you understand the path before you, to inspire your journey. I transitioned from working in film, TV, and global events to working with creative entrepreneurs through mindset coaching and mentoring. I'm on a mission to help entrepreneurs embrace the journey, understand themselves better, accelerate their growth, and get the most out of life, making sure they have a hell of a lot of fun along the way. Tiffany, thank you so much for joining me. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you. I've just gone through your bio and you have probably five or six careers in one person. (laughs) I know. That's crazy. I can't believe that myself. That is existing. Yes. At the same time. And as much as, you know, I think especially when people are starting out, they are supposed to niche down, which I believe is correct because they need to get started on something. Yes. I think you have such a tremendous amount of energy and focus and clarity and you're very intentional. Um, Why don't you first tell me a little bit about your background and how these amazing careers came into existence? So I started up as a fashion designer. I was studying fashion um, in Paris. And then I started this career when I was quite young. So I started when I was 16 Mm -hmm. and I was working for the big houses, you know, those big fashion houses, Louis Vuitton, Brada, Chanel, all those big houses in Paris. And then it was really, really fun. It was something I think I needed as a young kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a lot. So I started partying, you know, getting to alcohol at a very young age and I guess really just hooked in and I just hooked with it. And then I was addicted to alcohol. I wasn't taking care of my body. I wasn't eating right thing. I wasn't, you know, thinking anything. I was young when you're young, like you health, what is health? Like you, you actually don't think about it. You don't talk about it. And then I think that wasn't just about health. I had really poor health. And also I was doing all that to cover something inside me that's, you know, coming from my childhood. I had a mm-hmm. lot of trauma. I had a lot of wounds in my body, which I did not know. And nobody talked about that 10 years ago. And then, yeah, so I carried on and on. I think I was using the outside word, like the bling bling fashion words, the parties, whatever, the substance to long something that's missing, something that's needed to reveal themselves, but I just keep suppressing it. Then I got into a lots, lots of wrong relationships. I always fall into with the wrong person. Then, yeah. And then I, I got married at a very young age. I got into a very abusive marriage. 
that's because I didn't think I was worth it. I think I didn't think I deserved anything better. I didn't know um, there was something far better beyond my wildest dreams. You know, I just thought, okay, the normal life would be I have a stable family. I have a husband. I wouldn't even call what kind of husband. I just like, I want to have a husband and I want to have kids. I want to have like a family that looks normal from the outside. Also, not to mention, I grew up in a divorced family. My parents were divorced before I was born. So having a complete family is something really, something I needed at my core. So I got married at 22, 23. And I had the kids right away. I was pregnant and then we got married. And then my ex-husband was like 10 years older than me. So for him was like perfect timing to go through all that. But I was like, imagine 22 years old, getting married, becoming a mom. But being a mom was something I have never ever changed in my core, no matter how hard, how much I changed, how much I evolved. I always want to be a mom and I always want to be like best mom ever possible for my own kids. I'm not saying for anybody else, but for my own kids in my own terms. So I did. I was a, I was a hands-on mom all along. I never, ever give up my baby, my babies. And then I remember I was 23, reaching 24. So before I got, I turned 24, I... I fainted in my yoga class. It was hot yoga. So I fainted and then people woke me up and then they sent me to the hospital. They called my, I called my husband to come and the doctor told us I was dying. And then I, my heart could stop any, any time. And then there's no reason for that because there is one substance, one uh, mineral that's missing a lot in my body. And then there's some several other items are, going very low, that's reaching to a risky level. So I got freaked out because we tried so many doctors, Western doctors, of course, and then none of them helped me. And also at that time, we're going through a really tough patch between me and my ex-husband. We were on the bridge of really getting our divorce. We've been talking about divorce, like the moment that we got married. So we're kind of like, because I just want to get out and he didn't want to get out. He's like the type that always oh, we got married, we're supposed to stuck with each other forever. And then he always like got into this, he's so-called marriage serial into my head. The moment that you get married, you shouldn't get out because we vowed, because we, mm-hmm. we, we swore at the, at the church, we swore to God's. That's how keep us alive together. And I actually got it. I bought it. I was like, yeah, that's how marriage is. Like, no matter how, how fucked up you are with your partner, you're going to stay there. You know, you can't change. You can't move. Just like your, your tree, you're planted in. You just can't move. I really, really believed it. And then that was my faith for and belief for a very long time when I was with him. So uh, back to my house. So that was really... I was lying there and I was looking at my daughter. She was three or four years old. I'm like, I can't just give all up. I can't just die. I mean, what she's going to be like without a mom. And that's how my whole dream is there watching her growing up, like being a mom. I want her to have siblings and, you know, brothers and more sisters coming around her and then watching my kids grow up. And I realized the more I wanted to leave, the more I realized it's not just about my health, it's about my mental. 
I'm in a very threatened environment to live. I I'm not happy as a person myself. Like I feel like I was walking on the eggshell all the time, like literally every single day. So I decided to first get healthy. Did you know about the health situation before the yoga? I didn't know anything about my health. I just know because it was hot yoga, so I was sweating a lot. At first, I thought, okay, well, I always have low blood sugar, so I probably maybe I didn't eat enough. Maybe it was just too hot. Something, you know, it wasn't、mm. something like so alertive. But then, until the doctor told me, then we run so many tests, and it's nothing wrong. But it just like my there's a lot of key elements in my body that just like at a very very minimum level. And then I the one of the one of my、um, Doctor then recommended me to go through、um, to check my internal, to check my digestion system, to check my blood, to find out is there any allergy. So I did. So I went to a, a, one of the allergists to check it out, and I realized、uh, we have I have a lot of allergy to foods. So that was、uh, you didn't know about beforehand. Oh no, nobody knew, and then nobody actually was thought about food allergy、right. at that time. That was like. Six years ago, five six years、mm. ago. I mean, at that, right now everybody's talking about, oh, we're not eating gluten, we're not eating this, we're not eating that. But at that time, it was something really new. Like nobody, are you allergic to dairy? Like people would look at me like, how is it possible that you've been eating cheese in your entire life and then now you find out you have allergy? And then at that time, because there was a huge trend about eating avocado toast. It's everywhere yeah, in I, Australia. Yeah, it's everywhere, <laughs> like in every country, right? It's like every cafe is selling. They charge a premium、toast. price for this. Exactly.、Yeah. So it was avocado toast with the egg. So I, I think I was just having that so-called healthy breakfast every single day, and then I realized I had allergy to avocado and eggs. And、oh、gluten, my gosh. and so I'll be eating all those food. <laughs> so how that's exactly how I really just like fainted because you didn't know that. And then that can you imagine being allergic to avocado? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, holy shit, no kidding. So what is it in avocado? I that- I don't know. It's just in my blood. I can't have it. Right. Yeah. So it was that、something. must have been such a. Shock! It was a very deep shock to have to learn that about yourself. I was eating twice a day at least. You know,、mm. like when you're in the fashion world, you go outside, you know, chilling. You wanted to order like the fancy kind, of, like healthy、mm-hmm. food. Like, oh, I want the avocado toast. I want to have cappuccino. On the oh, here you go. You have like four allergies in one go.、Mm. And then the partying, yeah, yeah. And、so、then alcohol、parties. with like champagne. There's like literally no、uh, no water in my body. Only champagne, alcohol. So yeah, that was it. And on pl- on top of that, I was completely abused by my ex husband. We were fighting every single day, and I saw that was normal. So I was living this kind of life for four years with him. So I have to move back to when I find out my allergies. So I was determined to really. Heal myself, like um, for from a house perspective, and I realized having house itself, it's not, it's not working. Because I remember during the meantime, I signed off one of the online, the one of the online 
leading school, the best leading school for nutrition coaching. It's called a IN. I don't know. Have you heard? It's a, it's a nutrition school from New York. It was really, really big hit across the globe. So I signed up the course I paid. I was studying for one year online and we did all the assignments. And then just through that course, I realized it's not just health. We talk about in school, they talk about like the four pillars in your life. One is the spirituality, health, mental health, physical health, and your relationships. And I'm looking at that four pillars and a lot of them are in, in a line. And of course, I'm sick. They realize I can't just eat well. If I'm in a very toxic environment, if I have really poor relationship with my surroundings, if I hundred percent, yeah, if I don't even know why who, who I was, like what did I really want it, I can't be I can't be healthy. So that's how that journey. I might really my coaching journey, myself, you know, discovery journey in, in parks. I think that's so lovely to call it your self discovery journey, yeah. but to thankfully get that knowledge because I think a lot of people, you know, I used to work in media and I used to go to those parties and that whole lifestyle, it is very easy to get swept up in the fancy parties and going out all night and not sleeping, grabbing food when you can. Oh, definitely. I also agree with you that it is all interrelated if you are in a toxic environment or there is some element also if there's some element from your past that has not been healed and dealt with it will continue to show up in your life until you do exactly i just think they will continue to haunt you until you face them you can't just keep running away i feel like my whole entire life i was trying to avoid to face it i was running away from it that's why I was using all the parties and the alcohol to allow myself to not look at it. And then it showed up in my marriage because I was, I didn't think I was worthy enough to speak up for myself, to want the life I want or want the life I deserved because I didn't think I deserved anything. And I thought having that marriage was already like a mercy to me. It was already like every single thing I've ever hoped that I should just be happy that I had it. And then, you know, all the beliefs in God's, in the universe, it's just like nothing. I was just like holding on myself. Like I was just like holding a log in the middle of the ocean. And that log is just myself, just to hoping I don't drown. And of course, on every day, I, I would be scared to, to, to draw myself because I was all by myself. There's absolutely nothing, nothing in me, nothing around me. So, so that course gave you that awareness. Yeah, really. That first of all, I get sick. Then I decided to sign up a course to help myself because I don't trust those Western doctor bullshit anymore mm-hmm. because they didn't really do anything on me. And then I took that course, and that course let me think about something further because I love yoga so much. So that course set me a path to become a yoga teacher. Mm. So I went to ballet in the meantime. I took my daughter with me. We went to ballet. Um, I took three months courses to become all different type of uh, instructors in kids yoga, in adults yoga, and in meditation. And then I went back. I continue on the same path. I started giving classes to people. And then I got really 
you know, my circle got bigger and bigger. People start to pay more attention to what I, what I say, what I do. I think that also gives me confidence in my own marriage, in my own life, because you mm-hmm. have to walk the walk. You can't just say like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. teaching you. This is how to heal. And I'm like going home to facing the same toxic man. So then I realized I actually need to study more. So I signed up another course in the US in LA to study life coaching and also relationship coaching. So I went to a therapy um, institution to study relationship therapy, couple therapy. So I used that on my own marriage. Mm-hmm. Then I realized I wasn't yeah. the problem. I was being abused. If I mm-hmm. didn't study there, I would never see that problem between, between us because I was sent to therapy by my ex-husband. He said I was crazy. So that's why I wanted to know if I was a crazy one or something else is wrong because I went to all the therapy. So he already prepped talk with all of the therapists said, she did this, she did that, she did that. No, we had a problem in our marriage and I want you to help her, not him. Uh, not Right, not couples therapy. Exactly, girl. It's like all my fault. So I was the one who's running through the city, going different therapists, like different doctors, and then treat it as a crazy one. I think this happens a lot. And there are very high statistics around abuse. And I mean, I would have to have a look at what they are exactly, but it is alarmingly high. And so much trauma that people have to deal with from growing up. And I think just the way you didn't think of life in any other way, that this is life, this is the way it is. I think a a lot of people think in that way. I think they don't think that there is any other choice. No, no. I imagine if I really didn't go invest myself, like I was lucky, I made money from from the past. I had my family also help me. Like, so I had that resource to go study different schools different travel different countries to study to you know to like graduate from there there's a lot of women they didn't have this access to Mm. all those kind of you know facilities or help there are a lot yeah Yeah, there's a lot there's there's still a lot and probably more so with covid yeah so they're like they just believed that there were there were the problems the it it's a very difficult thing to come through. So I want to talk about the the self-worth part of it. This is a really big thing for women, the stepping out so timidly, having a dream, having a secret desire to be something or do something, and they don't think it's possible and they don't have the resources. They can't find a way. I think if anyone has internet now, they can find so much online. It comes down to finding the right quality information. A part of your work that you have done, I've seen your yoga, which is incredible. The healing path, you are a naturopath as well? Yeah. Or you have trained in that? What's the... So after in the, after I moved back, after I moved back to Europe to to back to my home Paris, I went to London to study naturopathic nutrition at the same It's uh, it's one of the best uh, naturopathic nutrition school in Europe that's taught in English, not in other languages. So that's being um, recognized in the in the globe. So mm-hmm. I studied 
I graduated two years ago from London, and right now I'm going through the nutritional therapy on the master class. So I'm stu- still studying since I just had a baby last year. So I paused for a couple months, for three, four months. Right now I'm repicking mm-hmm. up with the new students and studying again for another one year. So this has changed the way how I raise my kids, I would say, because with the previous, you know, knowledge is our own on how to help myself, like how to heal myself, how to, you know, help women with their, with their relationships with other couple relationships. So I had to say this naturopath course has really changed the way how I see medicines, how I think I could use medicines for different uses and how I can swap Western medicines for food. I, it was mind-blowing that I actually know food can be medicine. It was, the right kind of food, yes. I really, I never thought about that. It's just mind-blowing. What are some examples? For example, the easiest one, onion, garlic, when you come by, make a soup. That's the best cure mm-hmm. for, for coats. Instead of you having is coffee, that right? It is. And instead of having coffee syrup, like long stop coffee syrup, so you spend so much money on 10 euro in, in one little box, a little one bottle, and you drink for like what, two days? And then nothing helped. And they still keep buying. And then you buy like a, I don't know, three euro, one big bag of onion, and then and two garlic inside, and you just drink some soup. I'm telling you, it works 10 times better than just having the syrup. Yeah, we have it drilled into us to grab this quick fix thing at the chemist. And it's so much about cause and effect. It is. Treating the surface level thing. It is. You're totally um, like Western medicine is like. Or the core. Exactly. Western medicine is like treating the symptoms. You have a cold. So, okay, let's have a a cold medicine. You have a whatever. You have a digestion issue. Okay, let's have another two pills. And nobody actually look at why you had a, the undercost issues, the hidden issues of why you're having um, poor digestive substance because there's certain foods they be eating that's causing you intolerances or allergies or something that's not digesting properly in your system. There's a reason why. Look at your stress level. Look at your life. Have you had a fight with your daughter? Have you had a fight with, a, with your husband, wife? And that's been causing a lot of stress. There's something that's not been delivered. So after I study all that, I actually think that's actually a lot, lots of information that you can actually hand down when you see your clients. So whenever I have a client coming to me, I, they normally say, oh, well, well I, I come here for, for my infertility. I wanted to have a baby. And then, then we realized it's not about the food she's been consuming. It's actually about the fact she thinks She's not worse to have a baby. Really? So yeah. psychologically it's, as well. So there is a, like a lots, lots of issues. So when I, whenever, so with all my skills, whenever I see someone, it's never just like about that person's problem when she first came to me. It's always like she comes to me, oh, I come to you for a private yoga. Then we discover she has hip pain. She has this pain, that pain, that's all associated with something else that they can that can be traced right yeah she's been doing in her life that's not for her own good because i Mm -hmm. after what i what i have been through i discovered every single person is different 
you can't use the same methods for every single one. Right. We all have different lives. Yeah. It's just like I have been to like nutritionist who taught me to have avocado because it's have a healthy fats and then all that. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like I paid this <laughs> money and you asked me to eat avocados. You know, they didn't know that you had no, the allergies. of course, but they because check. that traditional therapy, traditional coaching, they just like giving you this exactly same thing to every single one, which they just forget. Every single person is different, and I learned that from my own experience because they can't give me the same crap that they give to you. I mm-hmm. it doesn't work in my life. We have a different childhood. We have a different. Relationships, completely different life. Yeah. Uh, this is so true, and our body actually speaks to us, doesn't it? it? Does. All the time, mm-hmm. it is giving us signs, and we ignore them, or you know, we get a niggling pain, or it's this and that. It's like, ah, what is that? I have things to do, so I'm just going to ignore it until it gets worse. And yeah. I think a lot of it, you can trace it back. So um, much, there's so much uh, lack of awareness around eating the right food because there is so much cheap, fast food that gives people something in a hurry without realizing that they're making it worse. And accumulatively, definitely. it happens in the moment, you don't notice, but after a while, it happens. And, you know, with diabetes, always on the rise allergies. I used to be so skeptical about allergies. I I never really believed them. And I, I actually used to think, wow, people are so precious, but it's actually a thing. Hey everyone. I'm excited to jump in here and let you know about my upcoming program for 2022. People say knowledge is power, but that's not entirely true. If you do nothing with that knowledge, it's worthless. If you implement it, you become unstoppable. Creating your own business takes work, commitment, dedication to getting tasks done, working through the frustrations when you realize it's more than you thought and you feel like you're always on the verge of quitting. The easy thing to do is give up, but that just perpetuates a cycle because when there is something you can't stop thinking about, something that you really want to create, you'll never be able to shake it. What we're not taught in school is how our brain actually works. It is so hardwired with our individual beliefs based on our own life experiences that it takes the utmost awareness to know what you need to do differently to achieve your goals. This is the single biggest thing that can be the deciding factor on how well you live your life. When you're starting a new business, there are stages you need to go through. Analysis, planning, testing, strategizing, taking action, in tandem with accountability and support, etc. This is what I help my clients with. In my 10-week program, I'll take you from being stuck and not knowing how to grow to getting clarity and confidence that will get you to the next level. We'll make sure your niche, target market, offer and strategy is solid by implementing systems and a step-by-step action plan to strengthen your foundation that will allow you to grow faster than you could have imagined. You'll gain clarity and confidence with every step, not ever having to return to where you were ever again. I work with a limited number of clients at any time, and to really help you, it needs to be a mutually beneficial fit. This is for someone serious about their growth, for someone who's tired of just getting by to having a healthy business that actually makes money. 
If this sounds like something you're interested in, send me an email to hello at leonimilano.com. That's L-E-O-N-I-M-I-L-A-N-O.com with the word apply and we can jump on a call to see if this works. If you can tell me one thing that you got out of this episode, I'll add an exclusive bonus. Now let's get back to the episode. There's so many different elements and it's really difficult to get to have like a blanket cure across everything. No, it's um it's really sad how yeah, that's why that's why I do what I do because I really believe there's no you can't just say do one thing. You can't just say let's work on our self-worth. Let's have a coaching for confidence coaching. It it doesn't work because the confidence doesn't come from you're being coached or you've been throwing some quotes or doing some homework about what you think about yourself. Confidence also comes from what you're doing for yourself. Like you. How are you showing up yeah, in your life? Yeah, how you're showing up for yourself from the morning. You start with meditation. You start with right food. You start with yoga. You start with the food that would give your energy instead of the food that you just search, Googled, on the internet oh what's the best food for breakfast and you just copy it and then realized oh there are actually sounds of stuff that i didn't even know my body couldn't process so i but the only way we can find that out is by getting an actual test right i don't know like it depends on which country if you're in some country every test you need to pay money out of your pocket then that's not worth it so most of my clients i would always recommend that we do like like a food diary when we do like individual coaching, I always give them the food. I think from their house history, I will study their house history first, and then and I could tackle down which food might be sensitive, which food it should be green pass. So we, I will give her a specific green pass food that I think from her history that she will be fine, and I create some recipes for her that's yummy nutritional and then she would just love it and it's easy to make because most of my moms most of my clients are moms so they of course they don't have much time to do anything so she would just do everything and then she would just eat that for like 14 days and then we will have a following up meeting again and she will tell me if she has any weird feeling after she's consumed some sort of foods and also she can write me an email in the middle of the test that if she said, oh, I just had some chia and then I don't feel so like my, my bowel movement is not so smooth, something going on with it. And then, then I was just like, okay, then we'll stop. We'll need to swap to this, which has equivalent nutrients for your body that your body needed. So we change. So it's really, plan. really listening. Yeah, it's to the like body. really personalized without you breaking a bank, without you, for example, you go to some really expensive stuff to have a really personalized stuff. So yeah, I think that's the key. It's really to fix all pillars in your life and find a thing that really work for you, like you as a person, your lifestyle, your 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 work schedule your how many depends on how many kids you have how you run your household all those kind of things because everybody has a different schedule to wake up different time to sleep different time to eat lunch and dinner and how you shop your your family grocery some people do once a week some people do twice three times a week i think this is really really personal you can't really rush through so back to the help you know like um self-worth 
without realizing all that, you really, it's so hard for you to gain a long, everlasting self-worth. Especially it, it really affects every yeah, decision, it does. doesn't and it? And especially when you're at the early stage, when you slowly to regain the confidence, especially for women who just get out from a long-term abusive marriage, it's really hard because you've been pushed it's, into so low and literally yeah, you it's imprinting in yourself. Like most of women, they come to me like, I don't even know what decision I make anymore because I don't even think I could make decisions. It's so prevalent. There's just so much healing that needs to happen, but a lot of awareness. I think so, yeah. It affects every single part of your body and your mind. It's a lot to think that you have a different choice, but it is so vitally important that women are aware that they can make better choices. Tell me a little bit about the styling work that you do, because I know, you know, we hear of these mommy makeovers. And I actually think they are so beneficial psychologically, not just for mothers, but for everybody stepping out, you know, showing up in their day. Yeah, I really think that styling is something, well, that's what my my background, my passion, my whole entire world was about. It's uh, fashion design, styling. I was styling for a lot of celebrities around the world in different countries, different big events. And still right now, I'm doing styling for some of the private clients at the side job. I really think I see how women transform themselves by change the before and after look. Sometimes I just help my my mother-in-law, for example, we just went shopping and she's always like, you know, she's older and she's very, very conservative. And then she doesn't know what to wear. And then I picked up some clothes, some bags for her. And then she changed. And all of a sudden, you see her standing up straight, opening up the shoulders and the wide open, smiling, you know, like an 80 year old standing in front of you, all happy like a little kid. And you're like, oh, she is so great. I just feel like so, I'm so happy for her. And I'm also happy for myself. Like I had the power to not just like, just to completely transform women. And then also for mom as well, I have heard so many moms coming to me have a, you know, postpartum depression because the baby is taking a big chunk of their life. Of course, if you're a first time mom, you don't have time for yourself. You don't even have, have time to take shower. There's a lot of posting Instagram who's talking, you know, like those comic drawing. It's like, I don't have time for anything. I mean, that's not a joke. It's not even exaggerating. We're constantly putting the baby in the baby chair and pushing the bathroom and just do our own thing. Because we just literally don't have time to take shower because baby cries. You can't just let them cry there. So moms, they don't have, especially new moms, they don't have time for themselves to dress up themselves. There are some couple of clients I helped when I was there. When I was being uh, pregnant myself, I would, I did it for free because I just wanted to see how I wanted to, you know, when, you, when there was a lockdown, you had nothing to do and you feel like you wanted to be useful somehow. So I, I coached mm-hmm. them how to style, how to do everything. And afterwards, I saw them after I gave them the brands to buy, the clothes to buy and the colors to wear. And they changed themselves. They did the shopping list I gave them. And they were standing in front of the camera. They're looking at me like so happy. They just they were just glowing. They were radiant, holding their babies. 
Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you start to changing up. You start to become like, I wanted to brush my hair. I want to change the color of my hair. I wanted to wear like a skirt, a dress instead of a pajama. I wanted to like spend 10 minutes more on myself before the baby wakes up, before anything else starts, than just like rush through, get stuff done and see how. Oh, that's feel. so good. Yeah. Like a, a lot of women, like, I don't have time to do makeup. I don't know how you can put your makeup on every single day. I'm like, I don't actually do crazy stuff. I literally just like cover my black circle because I didn't sleep well last night because baby cried. Like number one, the biggest, my oldest daughter cried. And then my younger son cried. And then the baby cried. And I was all (laughs) by myself. So I had to use a lot of uh, foundation, you know, foundation and the concealer to cover my, my dough skin. And that's all I use. That's all I wanted to do. And that doesn't take you so much time. I told them, you just needed to find the one or two parts really to make a big difference on your appearance. It does make a difference. It does. Too. It comes down to the self-care. There is something so lovely about just giving yourself a little extra care. I don't mean like the filtery type of let's change ourselves completely. Yeah. Your body is telling yourself that I love you and I see Yeah, you. it's a couple of little actions, yeah. right? That cement. It's most important. It's like the we habits. feel that we're, we're seen, but not by anyone, just by us. And it's lasting. That's Why? something that's real. That's the confidence. When you have that, you will have a lot, lots of compliments coming from you because people can feel that because you are, mm. you're kind of like vibrating. You're like the machine. You're, your machine is on. You start spreading all the vibrate <laughs> outside. You're you. radiating. Yeah. And yeah. everybody around you, like, just like grabbed over your tornado of happiness and telling you, whoa, around you, I'm so happy. It's energy. Energy it is. is everything. It is. Everything is energy. If you aren't protecting your energy and if you're not in a good environment, you are going to suffer. Yeah. There's the saying that you make up the five people around you. They say that for a reason. If you actually write down who are the people that you have around you in your life and write down how it makes you feel, do they bring joy or are they sucking the daylights out of you? Mm-hmm. And if they are, then it's very obvious that it's going to have a massive effect on you if you're being mistreated. Yeah. The asking for help can be very difficult. It's, there's so much shame around it. I think that's the key word to have a successful life, especially for entrepreneurs. For moms, you wanted to run your own business without asking for help. That's really unhealthy to do for yourselves and for your kids because you need to set up the right example for your kids because your kids are actually watching you every single day. You thought they're not, you thought they're too young, but they're mimicking every single day what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I think it's extremely crucial. It shows up in their behavior as well. It does. It shows up in yes. the children's behavior. It shows behavior. up like the way they talk back to you. You mm-hmm. kind of like wonder, what did you just say to me? If you pay attention to your kids, you pay attention to yourself, then you realize they are just copying every single thing. I am extremely aware of every single thing happening in me and around me because all those years training, all those uh, self-discovery, all those uh, knowledge and skills and I, I, I learned and I used all on myself. So I'm, I'm extremely aware. I'm ex- extremely sensitive to every single thing. So sometimes I watch my kids 
say something, to do something, or the way they deal with their anger, deal with their frustration, and they're like, they really picked up. Mm. So I have to really go through with them, you know, process mm. their feelings, tell them they're safe to have that. Right. You know, we needed to sit I'm... together, talk about it, and then find a surface way to express the anger. You know, you can throw, you can yell, and I'm here, I'm watching you. You're just, or I gave you space, you know, I'm there. When you're done, I'm still mm. in the kitchen. But it's really important for kids to learn how they can regulate their negative emotions. And it's let's back to, you know, while we're just talking, it's um, extremely important to ask for help. You can't, you're just one person. You can't have it all. You know, especially if you have a daughter at home. And right now we're all talking about like equality. You wanted to show your daughter that the household is not run by just mom. There's that, okay? There's grandparents. There's a babysitter. There's a nanny. So there's all different kind of help. The reason why we have such good, big help around you is because everybody has their own role in doing something. And the, mm. the house is not just like built or composed by mom itself. Like a mom has to exactly. Cook. Mom has to clean the floor. Mom has to wipe me after toilets. Mom has to take shower for me. Like there's other people in the family, they can contribute different things. Or some mm-hmm. people say, oh, I'm a single mom. I can't afford nanny. I don't have a husband. I feel you. I was there then. You know, I think it's very, very crucial that you can find a, I don't know, community, a neighbor. Mm-hmm. Join some mom's group that you can, you know, I take your kids for this weekend. You take my kids for next weekend. Ask for help on the, on the, on the social media. There's so many ways that's happening right now that everybody's help, trying to help each other. I don't really think there would be an excuse saying that I can't do it. I can't ask for help because I have no help around me. That's the key is asking for help. There are so many groups. There's a lot of groups on Facebook and yes. you can find them for all different, the, you know, the different particular areas for active moms, for stay-at-home moms, corporate moms. There's pretty much anything, any kind of support group you can find. Yeah, there's also some, you know, child's minor. They're doing it for free. They're run by governments or run by special uh, organizations. You know, they take your kids for one or two hours. It's not a lot, but it's very important when you didn't have any help at all. So I think asking help, it's just, it's, it's equals to self-worth. A lot mm-hmm. of people, they think they are not worth of having additional help. So they're doing everything by themselves. And then they thought by doing everything by themselves, it's actually uh, a sign of uh, strength. It's not. It's a sign no. of weakness because you, you're too scared to ask for help. Mm. You don't think you deserve help. What kind of advice would you give for any moms at home? What are some things that they could implement into their lives? I like I like my whole coaching core is it's really personal. So the only advice I would give to every single one is ask yourself, what can you serve you today? I what do you need? Yes, you ask yourself the moment you wake up, you open your eyes and ask yourself, good morning, my dear one, what can I do for you today? And you'll get an answer. You get an answer right away. You get an answer right away because you're so interested. You have nothing going on when you're sleeping. The most pure moments, your heart is at peace. That's the moment that you wake up and you ask, what do you need? I always ask this 
every single day before I start doing my day. If my day feels like I don't want to talk to anyone, I don't want to get involved with anything, I would literally just like cancel my bookings, cancel everything, and not even go out to supermarket. I would just like maybe order takeaway that day because I don't want to cook. I don't want to have any interaction with anything. And then mm. and my husband and my kids, they all understand because they have seen that. They have become a part of like something they're familiar with. And then that same applied to them. If my kids one day tell me, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to... I want to be myself. I don't want to have any interaction. I don't want to do any activities. I respect that because they learned that from me. They know that I don't want to deal with anything that I can. I have a mm. choice. And then if they say, I want to feel, I feel like a bath. Then I said, go, then you need that. So I mm. think that's the advice for every single one. It's do what makes you happy today. It's simple, but it's profound and that compounded over time, I think people will really start to realize how much they do neglect themselves. Exactly. They do. Like I believe every single one people, they do. Especially moms. They have all these little humans to take care of and big humans. I think moms (laughs) have so many things and just that really to take care of. You needed to take care of the mess that little humans make every single five minutes. And those masks, Mm -hmm. they don't just disappear like that. You literally have to yeah. bend down and pick up with your fingers and put them away. Moms are awesome. Moms are multi-talented. They, they have are, so much resilience. I think moms are superheroes. They're like, it's not human. Yeah, I do too. I really. They can deal with a lot and be a lot and do exactly. more when they are taking care of themselves. Exactly. I, I Yeah, that's why I think yeah. the perfect example is like an airplane. You know, when you have an emergency, you wear your mask first before you wear for your, exactly. your kids next to you. And I always mm. think that's an amazing example. Whenever I see it, when I, when I board on the airplane before I take off, I always get fascinated by, by these instructions. And I think that's... I, I, never, you, I never understood that before. I used to think, why on earth would you be so conceited to take care of yourself first when all these people are having issues around us this is impossible but then having been in the position of trying to help so many people trying to be everything for everyone and then suffering as a result when you take that time you are so much stronger to be able to give to others if you if you don't have that inside of you to give to yourself. There's nothing that you have to give to anyone else. Totally. Exactly. That's uh, that's a core. That's yeah. how every mom should listen. You can't take care of babies if you don't take care of yourself first. And where can people find you? I have my Instagram. That's Tiffany, T-I-P-H-I-N-E, living. Or you can find me on my website, Tiffany Yen. That love. You'll find all my information, all my blog, everything that you need on my website. Brilliant. Thank you so much for- Thank you for having me. Being with me today. And and it's been such a lovely discussion. I know. Thank you. It's, It's been great. Thank you. Thanks, Tiff. Bye. Bye. You've just finished listening to an episode of Rare Conversations. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd love for you to leave a review and share it with a friend who you think would be interested in this topic. And if you have a business question, please send it in to us. We may very well answer it in our next episode. 
So be sure to tag me on social media at Leonie Milano. The show notes and other information can be found on our website at www.leonimilano.com. Thank you again for listening, and we look forward to having you back with us again soon. Mm-hmm.